Welcome to episode four of A Couple Questions. I'm your host, Courtney Luce. I'm also your host, Courtney Luce, but spelled with a Q. You aren't. You aren't, Courtney. Yeah, you're right. I am Chuck Luce, (laughs) co-host Chuck Luce. Yes, and listeners, remember our goal of this show is to find out what makes other couples work, what struggles they might have, and then how do they work through those struggles. Yeah, and today on our show, we're going to be talking to Julia and Michael. Michael's an engineer, and he does some cool stuff that we've asked him numerous times what it is, and And we we still don't understand. No idea. Uh, Julia is an author, a yoga instructor, a cycling instructor, former educator, former air traffic controller, former groundskeeper at Hogwarts. Did she teach Defense Against the Dark Arts uh, also? She, she may have. Everybody has. So she's worn many hats, including the sorting hat, once upon a time. Yeah, and they are definitely some of the most interesting people we know. Yes, and Julia's one of the best cooks that we know, too. We never leave her house hungry. We don't, and we didn't for this episode. We went there, and we did exactly what we love to do. We ate some. We drank a little bit, too, and then we laughed a whole lot. <laughs> Absolutely. They're recently empty nesters, and we learned what their house is like with all the kids gone. So, to find out how they're adjusting to this new lifestyle, we asked them a, a couple, couple questions. questions. Chuck, are you ready? Yep, let's do this. Gonna ask a couple questions, gonna get a couple answers. Couple questions, couple questions. Okay, so after drinking two bottles of wine uh, and eating a dessert of... Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, a dozen Samoas and a dozen Thin Yes. <laughs> and some Dove leftover Valentine's Dove chocolates. Mm-hmm. Part of the food pyramid, I believe. Exactly. And, uh, we have decided to interview Julia and Michael about being empty nesters. But before we talk about that, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the wine not talking. <laughs> I am married to her for quite some time now. And that's that's Michael No, talking. that's a terrible... That's my name's, Michael Dillon. So I'm Julia Lynn, and he's... Michael Dillon. Michael Dillon. We've been married for 16 years. We have three children, 22, 23, and 26. Uh, two, a girl and two boys, in that order. We met in 2004. I was a single parent of three children. Quincy was... In kindergarten, so I don't know. I can't even remember what age that was. Like five or six. Five, five or six. six. Yeah. He we he likes to say he parachuted in. He ordered them grown. Yeah. They could feed themselves. They could dress themselves. They could call nine one one. Small if they children to. are rather gross. <laughs> I thought I would circumvent some of the grossness. <laughs> Did you? Not no. as much as I would have hoped for. Was, mm, yeah. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> They're still pretty gross. Um, <laughs> so can you just quickly tell us what you guys do? Oh, I, I want wrote... you to plug your book, Julia. No, 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 okay. Yeah, like what do we do for a living? So yeah. I am a, an author. I'm a full-time writer. I have a science thriller series out called The ESAL Continuum. The third book will come out uh, in a couple months, and we have the audiobooks coming out. So shameless plug. I also teach fitness part-time. I was a, a secondary English teacher. That's how you and I met mm-hmm. for 12 years. I ended up quitting uh, to do to take care of Quincy because he got sick and when he was about, I think that was eighth grade for him. And so my first book had published and Quincy needed full-time care. So I ended up quitting teaching and then I was teaching. I teach yoga and other fitness instruction, but mostly yoga. That's my jam. That's your jam. So that's what I do. And Michael, Michael Dillon. I feel like this is the first time I'm hopefully really going to understand what you do. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you might be disappointed. 
I'm an engineer. I write software. Mostly having to do with maps and GIS and other similar topics. Nothing new with crazy. Companies. We're not on video. I can yeah, it's not video. Whatever I like. <laughs> Michael's not even wearing pants right now. <laughs> it's but my his beard, house. His beard covers it. His beard so covers it. It's my house. It's so I feel I can be as comfortable as I need yes. to be in my house. We, that's, yeah. <laughs> and in a way to kind of get to know you better, uh, for the listeners to, oh, you yeah. know, to know you better, we're going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Rapid fire? Rapid fire. Rapid fire. So okay. I don't like we, this. We like the idea of rapid fire, but... There could be some dialogue or, okay, or arguments a little bit before there, but we'll kind of move it at a, at a pretty brisk pace. Okay. So first one, who is the most likely to deal with a spider? Michael Dillon. She's a big coward. I have a rule. That Michael Dillon has to take care of all no, spiders. No, we have a, a contract with the spiders in the house. Which she if breaks If they stay at, at eye level or above, they can live peacefully in the house. If they come <laughs> eye level or below, then it's fair game. They might die. When the kids were home... The boys were very good about scooping them into a cup and throwing them outside. However, there are caveats to the rule. If I can see it from across the room, it must die and Michael Dillon has to kill it. What? What's the... You took your glasses off. And... <laughs> Her treaty is bullshit. <laughs> in that she oh, feels you're going to have to bleep. So no, she, we don't bleep. Oh, she, okay. she feels free to bomb the spiders at will if she can see them. So she's very racist against the spiders. That I is feel. not true. <laughs> We have a very clear and rational conversation, and if they do not acknowledge the treaty and retreat to above eye level, then I must escalate to the so DEFCON 5. Is that arachnist, then? Is that... Am I arachnist? Yes. Yeah. It's just a murderer, I think, is what it comes Perfect. That question's coming up later. <laughs> okay. Uh, who listens to better music? I do. I mean, we listen to a lot of the same music, so yeah. I'm not going to... We do listen Roll to a lot of the same music. Gonna... Michael loves... This is... I will... I'm going to... like. This is like totally pick on Michael Day. Woohoo! Yes! On... <laughs> you can he likes emo women, like okay. Regina Spector. Oh, I like and, Regina Spector. Yeah. And I can only take her in small doses. I like Troy Amos. He likes... Then he goes to Screamo, Death Metal Rock. Chuck likes Beach House. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beach House, yeah. Chuck. And If you then, listen to one thing, EDM. one time, and you're caught... That's what you're damn for. Medium. When I'm writing code, I don't like lyrics and the music. If I'm trying to get into the zone, you don't want that. Mm -hmm. I would presume most normal people might doing anything creative might not want to have all those lyrics Julia in the background. Julia just gave him the double bird. <laughs> there's no need to an animate or uh, describe <laughs> well, what is going video, on. So. Uh, anyway, yes, it depends on what I'm doing. Lately, it's a lot of Hank Williams. So. Oh, oh Hank well, we're binging okay. Ken Burns country music, so right. totally okay. Hank Williams. Who is more adventurous? I am. You don't even go downstairs to watch TV. That has nothing to do with adventurous. Because <laughs> it's too far. That's not adventure. That's it's late and it's I'm tired and it's nighttime. And are there spiders in the? If I have a glass yes. of wine, right the you stairs on the way back to bed is a long. Oh yeah, it's a long way up. It is a long way up. No, I'm totally. Michael likes to plan. He likes to be. It's the engineer mode. You yeah. know, he likes to plan, he likes to revise, he likes to think. Point in fact, we took Lily to New Orleans to do a college tour of Tulane. And of course, Lily's just kind of a lot like me. Very, very... I like to know what's going on. What are we he doing He likes today? to know what go what's going on, where okay. we're going. He wants to know what, what the plan is. And Lily and I are like, oh, look, there's this interesting street. Let's turn that way and go down there and he was we were driving if it's crazy. not on the agenda no no exactly no interesting street I like to know what i'm in for yeah that's fair 
I mean, I don't care what I'm in for, but that's fair. Right. Yeah. 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 Who has the worst handwriting? Me. Okay. Is it legible? No. Could you be a doctor? Yes. Okay. Perfect. My mom. Except was, he doesn't like people, so that is out. <laughs> and my mom said this for many years. She was very proud of my handwriting in the first grade. And, <laughs> it, was I all never, and there. it never got better. <laughs> Who is the funniest? Ooh. That's a tough one. I know. We're going to have to have a joke off right now pretty, or something. No, I think we're pretty funny. Yeah. We're both pretty funny we are in not, different ways. We are not slapstick okay. funny. We are dry, dry humor, sarcastic, biting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what some really? people might call funny, we might call... Mean. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> See, this was my problem. This is why I couldn't date Carter Babbitt in the third grade. Yeah, no lie. Because I sarcasm. You know, some people, it, it hurts. So in terms of Quincy, you both know Quincy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, so Quincy has some Asperger's issues, and it, for the longest time, did not understand sarcasm. And I was like, "Dude, you are in such the wrong family." <laughs> you better figure it out. <laughs> Poor yeah. little buddy, like took a lot of hits yeah. because look, you know, Lily and Riley are very like on the sar- we're just Witty, a sarcastic, sarcastic. Mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Speaking of a lot of hits, who's more likely to punch someone? Me. <laughs> yeah. I think if we were keeping score, you've got a commanding lead at this point. Mm-hmm. She's certainly threatened a lot more people. <laughs> Especially the spiders. I, I feel like <laughs> having Julia in my corner, it makes me feel safe knowing that she's my friend. Here's one of those times that you, you were saying that you have someone in your corner is actually literally correct. It's like boxing, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So you can come out there and... Oh, yeah. I'll cut a bitch. I have no problems with yeah. violence. Except I would like it to know, I would like to note, in know. defense of somebody else, some random stranger that was sitting next to us, and you just nudge me, and you're like, you're totally in for a fight, are you? Aren't you? And I said, of course I am. And she's like, good, because. And then she turned to these people that we were sitting next to. I did and said, that. yeah, we're totally going to fight for you. I did do that. That's- <laughs> so I might be willing to get violent, but this woman is the instigator. I can be an instigator. Got it. She'll, yeah. she'll test that, right? Oh, yeah. You're ready to go. Chuck, this question, I think, could start a brawl. Yeah, who is the better driver? I am. 100%. Michael drives like an old woman. Michael, would you like to defend yourself? She gets car sick all the time, unless she's driving. So it's much easier to just let her drive. Who has saved your life multiple times in the car? Um, I think technically that's true of any driver. And who almost killed us in Dallas? Google. You. (laughs) You. Blaming Google, huh? How did Google almost kill you guys? I don't know if you've ever driven in Dallas-Fort Worth. It was trying to help Mm -hmm. us with... Some shortcuts without really That's explaining. Okay. We'll get to know each other. Oh, <laughs> you be quiet, bitch. Oh. <laughs> that that was Michael's Google that was Michael's assist. Google wedge. Pop it on. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Trying to kill him again. <laughs> no, he did. He yeah. He's very poli- he's a very polite driver, which could is, get you killed. Can get you killed. Julia's you a little aggressive. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney has driven with me a lot. She did not like the mini. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> was, what's the movie with the minis? It felt like with the Italian Marky job. Mark in yeah. it, right? Marky Mark. Yeah. It felt like that, and it was very scary. Courtney is terrified of me being. In I'm the like sweating just thinking about it. 
All right. In any I'm event, an aggressive I, driver, yes. Yes. And I'm able to drive and sleep and do whatever or read. At the same time? Read. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm able to write I'm able to read in the car. I, I can I can sleep in the car. So if she wants to drive, awesome. Yeah, I can't. I I, I do get motion sick in the car. That's what yeah, according to. Yeah. Well that's settled then, I guess. Who's more forgetful? Well, let's define do you remember? forgetful. <laughs> like who's most likely it's, okay, so in our house forgetful is like the person who's most likely to put the milk in the the cabinet or oh. leave their wallet at the store or yeah we don't do that we don't do that Neither michael michael so you will acknowledge this michael and maybe everybody else i don't know how you it works communication wise in your house michael only listens to every third word that i say word yeah i mean one time chuck actually <laughs> pat my arm and said you know i don't listen to you exactly yeah, yeah. so that in that case he is he doesn't get a lot of information then you have to repeat it. I or well, she loves. That. I love when he asks me a question that I literally just answered. <laughs> so much, I love that. Chuck, so you're much. giggling because you've been. Yeah, there. but I'm pretty impressed. as every third word with him. For you, it's like every seventh word. I was <laughs> and then I make it a game as far as like, do what not, is she talking about? Do not encourage him. No, so we try four. I have inst- I uh, instated a rule to pr- to protect my sanity and his life. I don't. Like, I don't talk to him about anything that is important <laughs> for the first hour that he's home from work, because he's really still at work. You know, yeah, and he needs that transition. He needs time. that transition time, and so and I've literally we've I've literally stopped. We've stopped arguments when I'm like, look, oh, I forgot the rule. No, I can't talk to you about this for like another forty five minutes because it's he's not here. He's not listening. Yeah. We rely heavily on shared calendars. Right. And, and everything works well as long as the dates are and the times and the are on correct there. Place. Correct place. Yeah. Yes. We've, Same. We've showed up an hour early. Early. <laughs> there was a near miss, I think, on the wrong weekend one time. Yeah. yeah. So those things. And Same. sometimes I will say, did you tell me what I just said? Like, I need you to, I need you to summarize what I just and said. I hit the high points. I always know. And it. then he li- yeah, like, literally good. just gives me every third word. Yeah. That doesn't Which count. is sufficient. It's like me summarizing Star Wars. Yeah. No, it doesn't if, count. If it was a book report. It re- doesn't <laughs> count, Courtney. It doesn't count. If it was a book report, would he have passed? No. Totally. Oh, no. 33%. No, no, no. Yeah. 30. <laughs> yeah. It's an F. Yeah. yeah. That's an F. Mm-hmm. All right. Depends how many words we're talking about. <laughs> Who dresses better? Oh. She buys my clothes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does she lay them out in the shape of a boy in the morning? No. Would he would I- love it. That would be ideal, but no. I, I make his coffee. He's got to get his own damn clothes. I have said, oh, no, you can't wear that. Same like, season. no. Who th- who- Did you think that was going to work? No. That doesn't work. Given that we've gone through two bottles of wine tonight. Yeah, so who drinks more between you Rock, two? paper, scissors? Who drinks yeah, more? Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Michael, but he's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> he says swirling his glass of look wine his, yeah. I, I we drink a lot and <laughs> <laughs> um, when you slurp your wine <laughs> thank air, you for doing your rapid fire questions <laughs> it, they weren't so rapid but that's okay So as you know, Chuck and I are parents too, um, yes. but we're clearly, really? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't bring them with us tonight. Where'd you leave them? They're not just our roommates. Oh. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, <laughs> but we're in a whole different phase of parenting. So as you know, our oldest started middle school this year. Mm. The thought of them leaving the house ever seems 
really far-fetched. So first off, did you feel like this when your kids were in middle school or elementary school? Do you think this is like a universal, like time flies sort of feeling that parents have? Middle school and high school were freaking miserable, I'm just gonna say. Teenagers, when people would say, oh, I, I would have traded naps and diapers and potty training for the teenage years in a heartbeat because there it's so much freaking emotional energy. Yeah. Did it feel like it lasted forever? Forever. And so Quincy and Riley are 18 months apart and they fought like cats and dogs. I mean, we, the rule became if you can't say anything civil, civil to each other, don't speak because it was just, we were just, huh, it was just a constant. I mean, one would look at the other. And it would just be a fight. Set them off. Set them off. That was just, yeah, you, middle school, high school, just became, when is this ever going to end? Yeah. When? And the other thing is there's a push and pull. They're trying to be independent, but there's also, you know, like, mommy, daddy, help me. Mm -hmm. And it was like the exorcism where they would just, like, one minute they'd be like, oh, I love you. And then their heads would spin and it'd be pea soup, the (laughs) fucking demon. It was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And so you were equally, like, loving them and then equally like, oh, my God, can we sell them to gypsies? Like, I used (laughs) to threaten that when they were kids, but could I really sell them? That was the point. And how could we get any money for them? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I shared that spreadsheet with you. (laughs) Did you? Did we do the math? It was rough. It was rough. And I now, and I will say this very honestly, and they've heard this. We've said it. Quincy's 22... Riley's 24. They are just... You're forgetting one. Well, no, Lily... Lily's awesome. Lily was awesome, but she... (laughs) So here was the thing. And you guys... See, so you guys have been intimately involved in this. Mm -hmm. Lily was fabulous until she turned 19. And then she had a little nervous breakdown. Right. And, like, we were the worst world's worst parents. And how dare we let... We were trying to convince her to quit school and become an actress and I mean like she had a complete and total I would say mini breakdown at 19 but um they are like and then she, I mean she came out of it right but they're all starting to I when we say they're becoming human again <laughs> right <laughs> they're all out on their own right now and they're figuring it out they're figuring it out and they're figuring out that oh you guys aren't doing that for us anymore and And they realize what you did do yes yeah i we had a great moment in the car on the way back we were driving kaylee and riley kaylee's riley's girlfriend we were driving them back to the airport because they live in dallas and he he was going through the list god mom you totally cooked for us and you totally did like our laundry and i didn't realize how much you did it was like one of those like drunk you know moments right <laughs> yeah he's like i and love he was you like man. i love you and you just totally spoiled like i didn't realize how spoiled we were <laughs> nice can, can you tell us a little bit about that process of them moving out so was it how did it happen what what order who wins? It, it didn't happen in the order we thought we you know we figured it would be in order of age, you know age, age range but yeah. it turned out that quincy had an opportunity to you know with a job to well lily like, went first though well yes she went to yes. school mm-hmm. That first uh, first year at CU, uh, and then and really never came home yep. for any length of time. So she lived independently and was out for the most, yep. uh, you know, like 
Really, she's launched. Mm-hmm. She did the quote-unquote more traditional route of going to try Well, and she's married now. Yeah. yeah. Try college, right. And the boys, you know, they were here figuring out school, not quite sure where they wanted to be. And, then... and let me be clear, I would have, have I would have happily have them all live here forever. Mm-hmm. And let me be clear, I was not in favor of here being the plan for that particular compound. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want a commune. Right. I 100% I, want... I, I'm totally fine with all of us living really close by each other, but sharing the same space and the same kitchen and all the same, you know, the laundry room, that's not... Whatever. Not... Yeah, and she goes... Yeah, she's on the high end of the biorhythm right now. I already it's, know. It's going to yeah. dip later. <laughs> it, it, it goes up and down. I want a commune. Yes. I'll, I'll move into as a long commune as we, uh, with you guys. Would you, would you yeah. be in our commune? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. T- tiny house movement yeah, in a commune. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but, so Quint, Lily left first, uh, and then Quincy got this opportunity. We really thought he would be the one who would live at home forever. He just happened to, things just aligned, and he got a job. And he got an opportunity. He's brilliant. He jumped. Yeah, and, he was able, and so he was able yep. to get and in the same, And along the same route, Riley was trying to figure out, how can I be closer to the girlfriend, and how can I... Yeah, they had the two years so, long distance. So got he it. was trying to figure all that out. And yep. What was the time frame between, by the time Quincy left and Riley left? Quincy moved out last May, and so Riley... Moved out in November, but it took him okay. a while. You know, he had to save up some money. He had some bills to pay. Plans. Six he, months. I mean, Quincy moved to Cheyenne, which is you know just an hour away. Riley wanted to get to Dallas, so you know there. Super more planning. Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot more planning. All of us uh, future empty nesters are wondering now that the kids aren't home. How often do you walk around naked? All the time. <laughs> he doesn't walk around naked ever. I am a naked free bird that drives him crazy. He goes around and closes all the windows, like all the blinds. She doesn't, sure she doesn't, the neighbors are watching. She doesn't think our neighbors are watching, but I'm pretty sure they're all yeah, I, I mean, I have never been inhibited. You have, you know, you have kids. There's no privacy. It like, I just never have that. My kids but, are so modest. They don't. Oh, mine didn't get modest until like then, you know, like I would say, 10, 12, like, oh, pre, they're you know, 10 like, and 12. Where so, it was yeah. like, oh my God, mom. And then that was my way of getting privacy because mm-hmm. I would just say really loud, I'm naked. And then they wouldn't come in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just stay in the front yard. Exactly. Oh, I walk around naked all the time. But Michael Dillon, you're not taking advantage of this? No, Michael Dillon's not a nudist. If I need to flip a switch in the hallway, I'm not as uncomfortable now, but. Again, it's our own space. He won't even walk barefoot in our house. That's because we have pets and they're gross. <laughs> He's a germaphobe. That's right. That's right. You don't, yeah. You don't yeah. Need Michael Dillon's a germaphobe. This carpet? Gross. I feel you're in socks. Gross. I've had clean. <laughs> I've had it clean. I don't have on. I, ha- I have on slippers. I'm barefoot. Mm-hmm. So, so other than being naked, what else has been the best thing about having the house to yourself? And, and also, what have been some of the biggest adjustments? The best thing, I think, is not kind of always being half awake at night, where you think, well, not wondering, but you haven't experienced this yet, but, you know, we had a lot of extra kids here when, I mean, you know, coming and going and... Friends coming and going. Friends coming and going, and the basement was pretty much, you know, Michael calls it the frat house. We didn't, you know, it was their space. We didn't come down here and... We have always had an open door policy. We'd rather have the kids hang out here than be off somewhere doing something, I don't know, somewhere else. So, but you're, so you're always kind of half listening, 
Yeah. Right. I mean, all parents have that. You know, I mean, even when your kids are little, you 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 have to listen. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely been I for me a change and, and relaxation where you know you're like I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. No one's gonna come home late. No one's gonna come in. No one's gonna. No. The right. best thing is the when something happens, the list of usual suspects is pretty thin. So you know what happened. You know that what's gonna happen. Who ate my food? Who ate your food? Oh my god! Who ate no your one. chocolate? No one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or Michael did it. Yeah, it Michael. Is it? That so oh laundry. laundry. Laundry, yeah. Laundry. That's another bonus. Alone. Yeah. Three loads of laundry a week, mammy. No nobody kicking my laundry out wet. So speaking of that, I imagine the differences in cooking and laundry and cleaning or even taking care of things like broken cars. Shut the fuck co-parenting, up. Co-parenting. <laughs> that those things are that you have a lot less work to do. And so I, I always wonder, you know, because when I have these free times in my life, I feel like I'm gonna be You have free time in your life? There have been moments, and I'm like, I'm going to be so productive, but then something else just fills up that time. So I wonder, do you feel like you're really extra productive now, or do you feel like something else has just filled up that time? I do feel, I feel productive. I mean, so, so I work from home, right? I work at home, and there was a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of parenting interruptions. There's a lot of, now they're just phone calls, to which I can't actually do anything about, right? Like you right. get those panic phone calls, and you're like, you kind of talk them down or talk them through their process and then they get pissed and hang up on you. So there's really nothing I can do, <laughs> you know, remotely. That's, right. that's the freedom. So you really, I mean, you're still parenting a little bit, but not, I mean, to not to any effectiveness. Uh, shush. What, what do you want to add? You didn't even say go ahead and say it. <laughs> what were you going to say? Go nothing, ahead. Nothing productive. No, go ahead it's and say okay. it. It's okay. I like unproductive. Again, stepchildren to me so I again I got them somewhat pre-grown so it's a different relationship with me we had never been alone alone before until now ever Hmm. so it's like oh we have a honeymoon now almost except you won't take me anywhere fucker because we got this lovely staycation plus it's corona's (laughs) virus season so we can't go anywhere (laughs) without dying he's he's gesturing to the new furniture so I did buy a bunch of new furniture I did go through a phase, I will say that's a real thing, where I, you know, was getting rid of stuff, and we got new furniture, and um, I just needed to make some changes. Like, I just need, like, it was definitely in the same way that you're nesting when you're pregnant. Right. It's exactly the same process on the way out. Exactly. Unnesting or something. Unnest. Yeah, I don't know, but it was nesting because I... You're building your own nest You're building your own nest Yeah, still for you, yeah. Because I got rid of... I mean, famously, we had that sectional that every every small child in our life has slept on. Our children spent hours sleeping on that. Sometimes they didn't even know we came here. Exactly, because they would just sleep on the couch the whole time. Uh, We were already already there and we left. And so we got, you know, grown-up furniture and now we're sitting in this basement. Very nice furniture. I'm going to say this, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of arguments, but it's different for guys. I got my ship back. Awesome. You know, and that may be... But, you know, I got my space back. There's a a monkey video about the baby monkey. Oh, yeah. Who got injured and they took him in and they were like the super cute feely video where Mm -hmm. the monkey family comes every day to the animal hospital or whatever. Okay. To make sure the baby monkey's okay, but the baby monkey's in recovery. And on the day of the release, the family's still there. Like the whole family comes. Like the mother and the father and then all the siblings and whoever, the cousins and the aunts and the uncles. And the baby monkey is released... And the mom just, like, grabs that monkey and, like, 
like strangleholds the baby monkey and like mama mama and all the aunts and the siblings and everybody comes and hugs and the dad monkey is like walking around and he comes and looks and literally does like a fingers to toes inventory <laughs> like everything and he's still like there. yeah good. he's good and he walks away <laughs> and I that's Michael Dillon to everybody a has their fingers and toes and we, and we had a small reenactment reenactment of that during Christmas when Lily walked through the door somebody just flat out tackled her well she was a surprise it was a surprise I didn't know they were coming they both hit the floor I, <laughs> I barely caught them you didn't even catch us. You jumped out of the way, you motherfucker. And I hit my head on the door jam because he jumped out of the way. Otherwise, and I, I would have gotten a br- and I got a concussion, by the way. I don't think you got a concussion. You got a. I had a, a goose egg yes. on my head. Yeah, because he jumped out of the way. Well, you did jump at somebody. Yes. No, I just grabbed her and she collapsed because I'm. Lily will. Confirm this. That no, and then come to find out both Luke, my son-in-law, Luke, <laughs> and my husband, Michael, jumped out of the way and let us fall. So <laughs> I hit my head crazy against the times. door. Crazy times. We didn't want to get involved. Um, the, the, we're the not male, dummies. So. You're, you're male monkeys is what you are. Yeah, there you we're go. male monkeys. Yep, everything's there. Yeah. Well, Julia, you already said this once that you'd have been happy if the kids just lived here forever. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, what would you say you miss most, though, of having them not around? Oh. <sighs> Michael Dillon's happy he's got his crap bag. Yeah. Well, it's more of discomfort that, oh, most of this, at least half of this filth is just mine. <laughs> I miss, I'm going to get a little beclumped. It's just making yeah. me sad. Yeah, I knew. Four guys I messing this place up. Um, we like I miss family dinners. We would do, like, guess a movie line night. Yeah. Like, you know, guess a movie line and somebody trivia, would. Kinda. Yeah, trivia night. Or when Quincy was, like, the way Quincy would kind of in invite or kind of participate in conversation would be like if your day was a meal like what would you what would it be so that was how he would you know engage the the rest of us got it i a hundred percent miss coffee with riley in the morning we were both get up early because he had to get at work you know we were both up at five mm-hmm. to get going and we didn't talk, you know what I mean? Like, it's morning, like, we're not talking. But there was a rhythm of, like, you know, someone's grinding the coffee and I'm making the coffee. Right. And, the, you know, he was pouring his thermos and then he would pull the milk out and I would steam my milk. And it was just a little, I don't know, dance. Right. Shut up. When I get up That's... early on Tuesday, Thursday. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> so I told him. He was... <laughs> You're not Riley. Evidently not. You don't know the dance, man. Yeah, that's all wrong. No, because he's in my he's in my way. <laughs> Riley wouldn't have done that. Um, yeah, Riley wouldn't have done that. I miss. I'm. I mean, well, and the nice thing, uh, Quincy calls, so that's nice. Like, well, he'll just call, and we'll have a little conversation. Yeah. It's not always an emergency. It's not always an emergency. He does call and chat. you know, like chat. Yeah. That is nice, by the way. All you kids out there, call your parents when it's not an emergency. It's much <laughs> yeah. less stressful. <laughs> just, uh, to, just to say hi, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Lily and I, we communicate on the reg, but just in weird ways. Like, I don't know, she shoots me a Spotify song, or you know. So I mean, we're we're we don't we're not phone calling family, really. We don't talk on the phone. Oh yeah, we should take we're. We're going to ask you a question. Okay. So at the end of this, we're going to take a survey because this is our, we're taking you a You have an survey. ongoing survey. Yeah, going, we huh? do have an ongoing okay. survey. 
But, uh, yeah, as long, I mean, I do have to, like, Riley, now that he's in Dallas, I have to, like, I just generally shoot, like, a sit rep. Hey, sit rep. And then he knows that I'm, like, he throws me, like, a little summary of what's going on or whatever. I think a thumbs up would suffice. Fuck you. <laughs> you wouldn't have known A-okay. he got a promotion or that he was getting, you know, trained for QI or anything if you didn't. That would be two thumbs up. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. that means I promotion. I want some details. I want some details. I mean, I just miss them in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, I miss, we we were, we had, we did have dinner the whole time they were growing up. We had dinner every night together. We did a lot of things together, honestly, as a family. That was something that I always wanted to foster because I was an only child. And, you know, my my mom was mentally ill so it was just weird i don't miss driving them around i don't miss games i don't miss the games i don't miss the bleachers i don't miss like freaking freezing soccer games or lacrosse games or those things but um yeah i mean i i honestly i I, mean i miss the shows at red rocks oh we were just talking about how the Mm -hmm. we would go to three to five shows a year at red rocks i would take the kids we were part of that family you were yeah 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 so we all know that one day our kids are going to leave the house. It feels hard. Like, how do you prepare for that? Was it a shock when the final kid moved away? Or did you feel like... No. Uh, Riley had been talking about it for probably three to six months. Mm-hmm. It Quincy was really... The, he jumped. He he did just like... He was like, I got this opportunity. This is what I'm going to do. And he did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it wasn't shocking. I mean, they were... All, I mean, Michael kept saying, you know, they have to go out... They have to go experience the world and till to come home. I mean, look at the economy we live in, and you know, I mean, it's likely that they will eventually have to come back because of the housing costs. Well, but here's the thing: is when I left home, there was nothing back home for me to do what career-wise, what I was going to plan to do. We don't know what their futures hold. Whether here is going to be able to sustain them and their whatever jobs they pursue. So there's no. I think it'll come down to their jobs and what sort of climate they like some of them may decide that oh we like it being warm all the time or some, one of some of them are going to like you know oh we likes to have some snow lily and luke you know they're right now they have to be close to their work and that is not here you right know, that's far out west or way out east and it's just how it is so you can't control it you just have to see what happens right just yeah, yeah whatever he's so sanguine it drives me up the wall <laughs> <laughs> children well, come since, home since he's come, come visit yeah check you can ask this question yeah for parents who are at our phase in life what advice would you give us breathe drink a lot <laughs> don't take it personally so just not yeah. to take things personal or yeah i will t- i mean no one could prepare me for adolescence they love you right mm-hmm. and your kids totally love you yeah and it might be different Suddenly, they hate you. It was shocking to me. You know, one minute they'd be great, and the next minute they would just be like assholes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so um, I only say yeah because I remember that phase in your life. I did. Yeah, you, you guys. I mean, that's talk, the thing. Yeah. You guys saw it, and, and, and you were our it, sounding yeah. board for some of it. I would just say, you know, try to. We were so love and logic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug that shamelessly. I did I did that saved my sanity mm-hmm. a lot. Or you could do like transactional analysis where you're like maintaining your rational adulthood, like right. you know, just keeping that emotional brain keeping out of that it. emotional yeah. brain out of it and kind of keeping that personal response, making sure that you don't take anything personally. Got it. 
keep calm, wash keep your calm. hands. I don't know. Like that's, that's appropriate for everything. It is, you know? especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wear a mask. Michael. <laughs> when your children are gross, you have to wash your hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gross. Any advice? You'll find you? you'll get less. You won't yeah, what's your advice, Michael? It's all going to be different for everybody. And we can say what it worked for us. Your kids might be angels. Lily was an angel. Really, she was. She was. Yeah. It was a breeze. She spoiled us. She did yeah. spoil us. We were. Yeah. I mean, she gave so, you false hope. So she your gave kids. Us so, false so, sense so, of security. Right, yeah, well, she did, we didn't build up the scars. It's the oldest <laughs> child's responsibility to build up your scars. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I did. Right? And Lily was just... Were you the oldest? Were you a troublemaker and uh, yeah. an alien and yeah. just so, trouble? See, you yeah. made it easy for So your, you made it easy I, for your yeah. siblings? You wore exactly. your parents, you Lily, were... Lily, you screwed us and your brothers, by the way. <laughs> bad Lily. By, bad by being Lily. so good. By yeah. being so good. Yeah. She yeah. was really... You, you could have been worse. Yeah. She was really... She was just... We expected more from you, Lily. Or less. We expected We expected less from you, Lily. Yeah, she so, set the expectation too high. So there is no... <laughs> yeah. You know, all, oh, wait. All Kids, parents. this is important. You need to listen. Make sure if you, you ever are in a situation that is of questionable, make sure that you have your license plate, both license plates on your vehicle, and if they're on the ground, pick them up and put them in the car. Before you leave the scene? Before you leave where you're at. <laughs> We're not going to provide any content. Okay, I don't want any wow. Or, you guys know this story. We're, we're, just, it I, make we're, sense we're just leaving that alone. <laughs> I'm leaving it there. There's, there's the just advice, don't folks. Don't leave just your license smart. plate at the scene. Just, no, be smart. Mm. Be smart. All right. My only advice is just don't assume you know how it's going to go. It's just going to go different for everybody, and it just doesn't matter. Right. You can't what, prepare you, for it. Yep. Right. So just stock up on whatever placebo or drug or alcohol you just go with it yeah and keep calm i mean that's wash your hands it's Um, just good good common sense that is good common sense (laughs) so we finish out every episode with highs and lows this is what we do at the dinner table like you said you guys ate dinner together so we always do what what were your highs and lows of the day so for us we like to do just like what were your highs and lows for the week? What went well this week and what what maybe didn't? Honey, we, what went well this week for you? We sold the last of our beater cars. Oh, that that's the true. Children had we got beat rid into of the Quincy Subi. Yeah. We did. We sold it. That's Shout exciting. out to Adam Yauk. Yeah. Um, like the Beastie Boy? Well, he's not a Beastie Boy, but yes. Adam <laughs> Yauk. He's our, he's our friend, yeah. dear, dear friend mm-hmm. and uh, an auto broker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we did. We sold the Subi. We're done. We sold We've We have two vehicles. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. And a brand new one. Yeah, Michael got a new truck. Nice truck. It's nice. Any lows? What are your lows, honey? Your new phone? Your new truck? Your new glasses? First world problems? We drank all the wine. Oh, we don't have any whiskey. There was a lot of change this last week. Michael does not do well with change. And he got a new car. New car. New phone. New 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 haircuts. New glasses. So he's all out of money. Wow. It wasn't because we're rolling in money. It's because these things were necessary. Pushed right. along. But yeah. it was too much change. Too much week. change for Michael Dillon this week. Yeah. That was his low. I could see that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Did you have a low? Did I have a low this mm-hmm. week? Yes, I had a low this week. My computer crashed. And for the first time in my writing career, I lost Whoa. about, oh. I would say, 1,000 to 1,500 words. That is really awful. it was really that's a terrible thing. oh my god it was i was really angry 
And then on top of it, I have to listen to him. He, Michael Dillon's my IT department. So now I'm, we're going to, tomorrow, that's what we're going to spend our time doing is trying to track down all these little weird things that, you know, like. Could have happened. Yeah. Well, not could have happened, but all these extra snippets of things that have been saved and are not saved in the right place. And I'm going to have to. What did you say? Create an hierarchy for all of my files, like. And that's probably that's my low as low. well, huh? That you have to do all that. Oh, it's gonna be mm-hmm. a stressful, emo- like relationship. Should issue. I leave the bourbon up there? Okay, now we have a survey question. Okay, for you. okay, survey yes. question. When you travel apart, do you talk to each other every day or do you, what's, how's your communication? What's your communication situation? I would say it's minimal when we travel apart. Mm-hmm. We, we usually call to say goodnight. Call or text. Most of the time call. Most of the time call, but if, uh, how long does the call last? Not very long. Five minutes maybe? Yeah. So if, uh, depending, <laughs> depending on what we're doing, like why we're out of town. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's just like, I'll shoot you a text yeah. and say, Good night. Um, Long day at a conference or with family, so we want to get back to whatever it is we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Like we do keep in contact, but it's it's pretty minimal. It's kind of like you're gone, and I'm just gonna let you enjoy that time while you're gone. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, and and you know we will touch base here and there, but like there's yeah. not a lot of pressure to do that, I guess. What's your communication schedule like during the week? Normal day. Not much during the day. Sometimes Chuck will call and be like, hey, how's your day going? Or text. He'll text and be like, hey, how's your day going? Mm -hmm. Which I really, like, I love that. I think that's... Yeah. How'd the um, morning go? Because usually sometimes I'm leaving and it's like he's never He's never home for getting the kids off to school. Like, he he leaves before everybody, you know, I'm up. Up and going, yeah. He leaves before everybody's up. And so sometimes he'll text and be like, hey, how'd the morning go? And then a lot of times he'll call on his way home and be like, right hey, I'm school. heading home. Do mm-hmm. we need anything for dinner? Or But during the day, I don't, we don't no. text or call each other unless there's something going on. We're not big phone communicators as a couple. So if you I don't, don't hear from Chuck during the day, you don't think, oh, something's wrong. I feel like I'm being set up. Am I mean, I would say, up? no. If she asking. Sincerely. Heard. Sincerely. If I don't hear from Chuck during the day, I don't think anything of it. But if it's like four o'clock and she hasn't heard yet, then... She might go, well, what's 911? Should have been heading no. <laughs> should have been heading home by now, you know. Yeah, really? I mean sometimes no. I mean sometimes I'll call, you know, at like 4:15 just to How close are you or especially if if we're trying to like manage kids schedules. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so and so needs to be here, we need to get this mm-hmm. done. Like, yeah. Are you on this track? is happening tonight. And and I would say and calling 911, no. Okay, cool. We weren't setting you up for anything. We're just taking a survey. Okay, so so yeah, we don't, we're not big phone communicators either when we're around. So we're not complete freaks. Does somebody think you guys are freaks? We've been starting to... You're the first person, you're the first couple who's answered this question in that way. Very close to to our our communication. Really? Yeah. I assumed we were normal. We assumed we were normal, and we, first we assumed everybody else was the freak. <laughs> but no, you're, we're freaks. We're, we're freaks. We're the freaks. Well, freaks. Think about it. Thank you for joining us yes. on episode four of A Couple Questions. Yeah, episode four of A Couple Questions. Woo! The best uh, one follow ever. It on, this follow it on Spotify. That's right. Yep. Follow us on Spotify, or you can get us in iTunes. Oh, if you're on iTunes, you should like, rate, and review. Like, rate, and review. Yeah. And uh, join order. us That's a big ass. next week 
That's a lot. We of are going to be talking to a married couple who just both happen to be female. So, cool. Yep. Sweet. We'll ask them a couple, a couple questions. questions. <laughs> well-